Welcome to MXV, the mental wellness resource for self-employed momentum. My name is Mike Vini. And my name is Leanna Lee. In the world of physics, mass times velocity equals momentum. In the world of self-employment, mass is how consistent you are and velocity equals how focused you are. When both of these are in place, you will have momentum. In each episode, we offer you mental wellness insights to help you increase your your momentum. momentum. Ready? Let's get started. Hello and welcome to MXV. My name is Mike Feeney. Super excited to be here with my wonderful co-host, Leanna Lee. Hi, Leanna. Hi. How are you, Mike? It's so good to see you again after it's been several months, I think. I know. And, oh. Yes. No, it's it's great to see you. And um, we were just talking before we started recording how I do miss the face-to-face thing that we do when we're in person. And I'm excited that I'm going to do that again soon with you. I'm going to speak it into existence that COVID-19 is going to go away and we can um, totally do this. And I'm super excited for um, today's episode. And if you are listening to this you are a freelancer, you are definitely going to want to listen to this episode. It's actually part of a series that we have coming out. You want to share a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So um, one of the things we've noticed that freelancers and remote workers, but mostly freelancers, have struggled a lot with this year is finding the right mental health support. Now that could mean um, finding the right community that could mean, you know, connecting with other freelancers that could mean, you know, getting, setting boundaries with, with people in your home. But mostly that tends to mean therapy, professional expert mental health support. So we are doing a series called therapy for freelancers, a three part series about why therapy is really important to freelancers, uh, for freelancers. Um, and basically, how you can go about finding the right support for you and also how to pay for it and how to to keep up with it and get the most out of it. You know, uh, among the many challenges that freelancers face is dealing with lack of medical insurance, lack of budget for therapy. But as you're going to learn today, we actually have got some great reasons for you and great um, great tips for you to kind of get on the bandwagon there and right at the end, a reason why maybe freelance or maybe therapy is a great tool for your business. Oh yes. And and we're going to, we're going to share that at the end. It's a special little bonus tip. So please listen, or if you're watching this online, watch this video until the end, we have a great bonus for you. And you know, I, uh, I go to therapy, and, and Leanna, do you go to therapy? I do. I go to therapy. I don't know how often you go to therapy. I don't think it matters, but I go twice a month at the moment, um, which is actually the most I've ever done now that I think about it. So I've never actually done weekly or twice weekly therapy, which is interesting. Um, but yeah, I was actually just at therapy yesterday. So that really, yeah. Oh, yeah, how how that still, go? Uh, Coming, coming off of that. No, it was good. It was good. I love my therapist. She's fantastic. Her name is Carol. And um, we have a really good rapport. We've been together for 
um, since right after I placed my daughter for adoption, actually, because I went to her originally to work through grief and loss. And that's kind of her thing. She worked in the adoption industry. So it's been four years now. Yeah, over four years now. Uh, just about four years. So, yeah, she's fantastic. Um, she really like we'll we'll talk about stuff. It's kind of like catching up with someone, like with a friend almost. She's really she's really personable. She's really easy to talk to. Um, she's not one of those people that won't ever share personal details. She's very conversational. Um, but she she'll say stuff that will hit me just like between the eyes two days later. I'm like, at the time, I'm like, no, this isn't a thing. Or yeah, maybe I'll think about it. And then two or three days later, I'm like, what the fuck was that? It's, it's great. So it's, you know, she. I think she's picked up on the fact that I tend to absorb things over time. And then, um, so she's she really uses that well. <laughs> She'll like drop stuff and I'll be like, fuck. That's so interesting. And then we talk about it the next time I'm there. <laughs> you know, you know, I have the exact same experience, by the way. Yeah. Like, they, they drop the nugget and you think, oh, yeah, that really doesn't apply to me. I mean, I, I get what you're saying. Like, thanks for sharing your and opinion. Then- oh, my gosh. It hits hit you like a ton of bricks. I've um, been with my therapist since 2011. Um, oh, wow, nice. Nine years. Um, I typically go once a week. Um, there have been times when I've been in crisis where I've actually gone more than once a week. Yeah. And that really uh, got me through a very tough time, actually, um, having that ability. Uh, my therapist has been very gen- generous with um, reminding me I can reach out whenever, just via phone. Mm. You know, great, great relationship there. And and I met my therapist. It was a very interesting experience. Um, I... Uh, was in an elevator in New York city. And if you've ever been to New York city, we've got very small spaces. And so I'm in this elevator and, um, I mean, I have fairly wide shoulders, not the widest in the world, but they're not small. And, and, um, I get on this elevator with my fairly wide shoulders and this woman gets on the elevator and, um, you know, elevators are just awkward, by the way. We could do a whole episode on that. Like, what do you say to somebody on the elevator? And so I, I decided to, uh, I was, I was trying to be funny. I, I said, I said, hi. And she said, hi. And I said, this building is sketchy. And she said, um, I work here, sir. And I said, oh, whoops. Awkward. And, and, and I said, what do you do? And she said, I'm a therapist. And I said, oh, I'm mentally ill. Can I have your business card? And that's, that's a hell of an elevator speech, Mike. <laughs> well, you, you, you know, it, one one thing I always bring up is that <laughs> it, it it's a reminder, and this is for all of you listening. Very important thing to hear that that I believe in normalizing this whole conversation. This is what Leanna mm-hmm. and I are doing is we're just trying to normalize this so you can be successful at what you're doing and realize that you might have some struggles and we can just talk about it and get you through it. So that's um, been the experience, but I go every week. I've been going over Zoom has really helped me through this difficult time to go to sessions. I went on Tuesday. We had a great session, had some breakthroughs in there. And um, yeah, it's it's been a wonderful thing. So therapy is a, is a great thing. And why, why do we need it, Liana? Why do, why do we need it? Well, there, okay, there are a lot of reasons and we're going to get into those. We have at least five, I think. But but the one I want to start with is I just I just want to note first that therapy isn't just for people who struggle with a mental health condition. 
I have PTSD, anxiety, and depression. You deal with OCT and and depression as well. And um, it it's helpful for us for for many reasons because of those conditions. But it's also such a huge blessing as a freelancer, as a business owner, because of the stress that comes with running and building your own business, you know, the feelings of isolation, the anxiety of being in charge of your own career, you know, the the mind-boggling number of details that you have to juggle at all times, you know, the the responsibilities you have to yourself and to the people you live with and that you support. So um, I, I really see um, therapy as being kind of a multi-pronged um, effort in that you can it can help you navigate day-to-day stresses alongside any mental health conditions that you deal with and et cetera, et cetera. Because I mean, therapists, you know, they're not just looking out for what the symptoms, they're looking out for um, for you as a, as a whole person, they're helping you figure out, you know, how is your lifestyle supporting your mental health? They're, they're exploring, um, you know, my therapist helps me look at stuff like how I'm organizing my schedule, how I'm managing, uh, my time day today, um, you know, getting caught in my own head, how, how that can help and harm my business as well as what I do in my personal time. So there's no, there's no real way to separate your personal and your business life as a freelancer. It's just not really possible. We can do the work balance. We can close the door in our, our, our um, little office. <laughs> I mean, it's hard for you to close the door in your office because you work in the kitchen. <laughs> but <laughs> you yes. know, it's, that, that separation is so much more difficult. And I think that makes therapy so much more necessary. I, so. <laughs> I, I agree. And speak, speaking of working in the kitchen, in the hallway, um, the super in my building is vacuuming right now. So it's like, <laughs> I've got this little background noise. But by the way, it just keeps it real, right? This is what it's like working from home. You know, I wanted to share a story about this, actually, where, um, and, and, and please, those of you that are listening, when you hear what I'm about to say, please don't make fun of me for this. I didn't know about it. But when I um, started out with speaking, I would end up having these issues where like someone would hire me to speak and they would maybe cancel last minute or like it would take a really long time to get my paycheck. And and my therapist, I would talk to her about it because it was stressing me out and giving me anxiety. And she uh, said, have you ever thought about using a contract? And I actually got very defensive about, you know, I, you know, feel uncomfortable with that. Basically, it was about after six sessions, I finally started using a contract and it took me going through um, six therapy sessions to get to that point. And so that's wow. how, you know, therapy helped me realize that I needed a contract, which we should all have. And those of you that are listening, please make sure you do have contracts. You don't need to pay for six sessions for it uh, of therapy. Um, but that's one of the ways that um, just thinking of the example of stress in my business, that therapy yeah. has helped me and and why I still need it. But what what are some other reasons why you need therapy? Yeah. So reason number two is that, and I, I kind of touched on this before, but it it can help you. Therapy helps you focus on your overall lifestyle and lifestyle changes. So many, many conditions, um, whether physical or mental, require medication, you know, um, to, to help you function, to help put you in the right frame of mind, to prevent 
uh, more serious symptoms as well. Um, but some conditions, um, myself for the for the most point, but I'll, I'll get to that in a second. But some conditions are, uh, I want to say easily, but manageable without um, going on prescription, without prescription medication. So I deal with PTSD on a daily basis. Uh, sometimes I, I wish <laughs> I was on medication for that. Um, same with anxiety and depression. But what I have learned to do instead in working with my therapist for four plus years now is to recognize and manage triggers as they happen, avoid, just know how to avoid some triggers because, you know, the the same ones tend to come up. With anxiety and depression, it's a lot about recognizing when your thought patterns are spiraling down. Because I can't remember if this is the case with you, but mine starts with anxiety and then depression and then if it's really bad, it's suicidal. Oh, yeah. But, right. I think that's actually a pretty common, yeah, yeah the cyclone effect. <laughs> um, so being able to recognize when you are hitting, sometimes it's hard to figure out when, you're, when you've started an anxiety cycle and stop it before it hits depression. But that's something that I've had to kind of learn through trial and error over the years. But that's how therapy, you know, it helps me recognize these patterns and help me re- helps me recognize these symptoms and these triggers. And so it's much easier to manage. Um, it's easier to, not easier to change, make big changes to your lifestyle, because that is difficult. But um, you can manage a lot of conditions by you know, looking at how you eat, how you sleep, you know, the, the again, the different symptoms and triggers, um, exercise and, and so forth. So there are a lot of changes you can make to help you manage the conditions without um, medication and actually natural substances as well. So um, going back to what I said with about PTSD, um, I use uh, cannabis and CBD to help kind of interrupt, disrupt some of those uh, cyclone thought patterns. And it's also helpful with PTSD as well. If I've been triggered and I'm having a panic attack, CBD, not so much with cannabis because that tends to take a little bit of time, but CBD is instantaneous for me. So I, if I have a gummy or um, take drops under my tongue or something, then it immediately calms down the panic attack, the thought spiral. And it's just able to help me um, not necessarily function, but reach an equilibrium, equilibrium, reach an equilibrium so that I can, so that I can um, examine what just happened and then move forward. So, um, so that's worked out well for me. Not the case for everyone, but there are, especially again, especially if you're really just dealing with like overall freelancing stressors and you don't have a chronic condition to deal with, um, that can be really helpful. Therapy can be super helpful there. And, um, the, the third reason is that therapy is important because it's just great to talk to someone outside of your professional and personal community about your struggles. Everyone's got, hopefully, got supportive friends. You know, you may have some family members who are who are well-meaning and try to be supportive, and but they may ask you a lot of questions or intrude on personal space, or they may not even be supportive at all. Um, if you live at home with a spouse and kids, you know, there's a, you may be able to confine it in your spouse, but there may not be, there may be a limit to what you can talk about 
you know, how much you can share about your mental health with your children. So being able to talk to someone who is objective and removed from your personal life, removed from that situation, removed from those stressors can really help you gain perspective. They can help you sort of look at, give you a bird's eye view of what their understanding of your situation is. And they can help you create mental space for yourself. And that is something that I have needed so desperately this year is as physical space just converges on me and there's just seems like there's none of it ever having that mental space where I can just take time to think about what I'm going through and what I need to work on, what I need to do is just so, so important. I I, I love this. And, um, Leanna, thank you for these two points because you know what? I mean, just I'm going to put this out loud. It, either it's going to be an episode or a phone conversation between us. Because by the way, our phone conversations pretty much work just like the episodes. Like this is the real us here. Um, I, I so want to get your perspective on CBD um, and, you know, yeah, using, for sure. using CBD as, as, as a tool because it's something I'm hearing about more and more. And and, and mm-hmm. just to be clear, I'm, I'm a person that's actually on medication. You know, I do take um, – yeah which reminds me I'm saying that out loud because after we're done, I have to go pick up my prescription. I forgot about that yesterday and I was feeling a little funky. So (laughs) thank you for that reminder. Now, now I want to ask you this about the whole idea um, of someone who's not a spouse or a family member or friend. A lot of people listening might think, well, I got my friend Jojo who I go to all the time. They're my therapist. (laughs) What would you say to them? (laughs) Uh, Friends are not therapists. (laughs) First of all, let's make that very clear. Friends are not therapists. You may have friends who offer great advice, who can even maybe look at your situation with some sense of objectivity. I have several friends who who can do that, Um, but they're still personally connected to you. They still um, only know, tend to only know about your side of the story. Whereas therapists, they can either ask you for the other person's side, ask you to examine the other perspectives, um, or they could just call them in and say, Hey, I would love to discuss. This has (laughs) happened to me before with, with consent, of course, where if I'm dealing with family stuff or I am working through a relationship issue, my therapist will say, how about we, uh, how about we bring them in? So we'll bring like a family member or my husband and we'll be, we'll sit down together and be like, so <laughs> wait, wait a minute. So I, I, I got to ask you this and, and I, I know I'm going a little off tangent here, but I just have to ask this. So for, okay. for years I've been saying like, if I had all the money in the world, I would travel around with a lawyer an accountant and a therapist with me at all times, right? Like that'd be the greatest thing. Like keep me out of trouble in lots of different ways. Like, I mean, and and I'm thinking about like, you know, you and I working together, like would there be even a benefit for like you and I in a therapy session with a therapist between us? Oh, that would be so interesting. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I I think it would be really interesting, but that would be, I mean, I've actually thought about that just for the show where like we, we, 
just talk to a therapist together and be like, hey, can we just like this is so so that wouldn't be for group group session <laughs> right now. This wouldn't be for you all out there. This would be for us and you would just get to listen on it and and hear about the stuff. But no, I, I, I love that you say that. Um and, and that's a really, really good point. I just wanted you to emphasize that that yes, it's not someone who's personally connected to you. Yes. And that's a very important thing. Very, very important. Yet the relationship with the therapist is personal. So it really is. Yeah. And, and just kind of uh, to add to that, uh, you know, something, uh, something that, that therapists can also help with that may get complicated or difficult is if your relationships, your personal relationships are or have deteriorated. If you're going through a separation, a divorce, if you're dealing with some kind of abusive situation of any kind, um, if you're just having a rough time, I mean, this is a rough year for relationships. Some people are stuck with people they do not want to be living with right now. Some people are stuck in truly awful circumstances. So having that therapist, they can not only help you manage that, they can give you objective sage advice about what those next steps should be, you know, what the, what the next stage should look like. So, and that's, that's, you know, there's so much to talk about that. That's a bit of a different topic, but they really, really can help you, uh, whether it's through a crisis or through a sustained, just difficult period, um, when the people surrounding you are part of the problem. They really, really, really um, help you with that. So, um, so I, yeah, I can't, I can't emphasize that enough. No. But Mike, I think you have the the next couple points for us. What, what do you think is? <laughs> why do you think it's so important for freelancers to go to therapy? You know, and you you summed that all up so well right there. I mean, one one of the points that I think about that a lot of people don't realize is you don't need to be doing bad enough to go to therapy. It doesn't mean something's yes, wrong yes. with oh you. Yes, oh my goodness, yes. And and the, the reason I, I bring this up is because we oftentimes think we have to get to a bad enough spot in our mental health or stress to go to therapy. Therapy is actually self-discovery. And here's one way it was taught to me. There's what you know about yourself and there's what you don't know about yourself. But therapy helps you learn what you didn't know that you didn't even realize that you didn't even know about yourself. That's where therapy comes in. So it's a beautiful self-discovery too. I love to compare it to one of my favorite dishes in the restaurant, Outback Steakhouse, called the Bloomin' Onion. Now, <laughs> how you're introducing this <laughs> moment, moment of moment of transparency. Oh, <laughs> this is <sighs> for me. It's it's ten ten o'clock in the morning or ten fifteen in the morning. Um, it's nine fifteen in the morning for you as we're recording this. I am going to take a serious risk and get myself hungry talking about this, but I want to bring this up. So at the Bloomin' Onion, at the Outback Steakhouse, the Bloomin' Onion is this giant onion, and they pierce it down the center, and they deep fry it, and it comes out, and it's just this giant flower. Now, the interesting thing is you and I know that an onion has layers, but when we see the blooming onion come out, we actually see those layers for a moment. Mm -hmm. And that thing yeah. uh, disappears from the table in about two minutes, no matter who is there, because it's so good. But the idea is thinking of that blooming onion always reminds me about why therapy is important, because there's so many things that you discover about yourself. So there might be things that you love that you don't even realize that you love and you learn through therapy. So I encourage you, if you're listening, 
and you're considering therapy, look at it as a tool for self-discovery. There is stuff that you can learn. And one thing I want to go back on a point to what you were talking about before about difficult relationships, you could be having difficult business relationships. You can have an abusive client, um, someone on your team or a business partner, my favorite one of all, right? Like that business partner that you're just like on the verge of a real divorce business department. that awkward intersection of professional and personal <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> can't escape it you can't escape it and you know one thing i remind people is mental health challenges and people challenges go hand in hand you can't have one without the other so if you've got any kind of people challenges you probably want to go to therapy so it's really important the other thing i want to bring up is a woman named um, monica lewinsky and if you don't know who monica lewinsky is oh my the look you're giving me right now let me explain Mon- no i'm like how does she <laughs> Monica Lewinsky, if, if you How did she come into this? <laughs> if, if you don't know who she is, go to the Google and look her up, and you can learn that she uh, basically had a little situation happen with one of our former presidents. And for many years, she never talked about the little yeah. situation that happened. And so she's actually become a speaker who talks about shame. And, oh. and, and so I'm going to uh, totally misquote her here and not give the exact words. So Monica, if you're listening, I'm sorry, but I think you'll get sorry, the point. Monica. Um, she said in, in a presentation that the moment she started talking about the little situation that happened with a former president, she took her power back. When you've got something on your mind, you, you, Leanna, you and I have something in common right now, and so does everyone listening to this, that we all have things on our mind we've never shared with anyone. Never shared. A lot of times, those things that we've never shared are holding power over us, and we don't even realize it. The moment we share it in a safe space, which is not a friend, family member, or spouse, but therapy, we actually take that power back. So I encourage all of you listening to think about that concept of taking your power back and growth from therapy. So that is point number four. And the fifth point is if you are working remotely rather than freelancing, it helps you navigate life changes. I mean, when you have a switch in your life, a major change. And by the way, this year, 2020 has been big changes for everyone. doesn't matter who you are. It's been big changes. It's important to process that. And a lot of times when we don't process it, we turn to something called escape activities. And let me explain the difference. I don't know if I ever shared this with you, Liana, but um, I did something as a speaker you should never do as a speaker. I lied to my audience at a major event in Illinois. Um, it was 1,500 people at a self-care conference, 1,500 people. And basically I said, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I did an assessment on all of you. And they're looking at me thinking, what assessment did you do? I didn't do an assessment. And basically this is 1,500 people at a self-care conference and on their speaker. And I said, my assessment was very simple. I went to the gym in the morning of the conference and there were only three people in the gym. So just again, I want to say this 1500 people at a self-care conference that morning, I went into the gym and there were only three people the night before at the bar, there were 300 people. There's a difference between self-care and escape activities. And- oh, I feel so attacked right now. <laughs> well, no, no. I would be at that bar. <laughs> but, but, you know, can, can, I, can I say this? <sighs> I wasn't shaming them saying it was wrong as, as she goes and sips her coffee right now. I think you're sipping coffee. It's water. <laughs> <That's> water. It's <laughs> water. We don't shame each other on the show. But the, 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 the thing that I'm bringing up here, the ultimate point here is by going to therapy – 
when you get to look at self-care versus escape activities, it's an important thing to become aware of as we navigate big changes, especially remote working and many of you out there who have started doing this for the very first time. So it's really important to do that and learn about different preventative actions that you can take to make your life less stressful. You know, a lot of people think, um, you know, I'm working remotely now and this is the new way of doing things. If you're not used to doing this, it's still going to present some difficulties that you could never imagine. I mean, those of us, those of us who wanted to do it, become self-employed are still learning about challenges each and every week with this setup. So I really think it's important uh, to do that, to develop healthy habits. And that's where therapy can help you. So I encourage you to do that with that in mind. I just want to add a quick note to that. Um, So when you're working full-time, but you are working remotely from home, you may have more resources at at your disposal to go to therapy. But if you have not considered therapy or you um, are still trying to figure out how to get that mental health support in the middle of all these big life changes, you know, getting used to working from home, getting used to create recreating a schedule around your family around you know this physical space that used to be your personal space um therapy can help you navigate that as well it's again it's not just about mental health conditions it's about the whole person it's a holistic process so it's about what's going on in your business it's about what's going on at work it's about client relationships it's about relationships with coworkers and your boss it's, it's about family and friends and it's, it really helps you, again, I come back to that word perspective, really, really helps you gain perspective on um, what your situation is and how you can best manage it. So I just wanted to throw that in there. No, I, I, I love it. And so, you know, just to summarize here, you know, we have these five points here. You know, number one, it's great to just help with um, stress. And sometimes, you know, you're not battling a mental health condition or challenge, but it can help you just navigate day to day. It can help you with lifestyle changes. It's good to have someone to talk to who is not personally connected to you. Um, number four, it doesn't have to be that you're in a bad place to go. It's self-discovery. Number five, it will help you just really navigate the big life changes, especially with remote working. But there's a bonus one here. There's a bonus Reason Talk about that you a bonus. And, and I want you all to hear this loud and clear. As a self-employed person, a freelancer, or a remote worker, I mean, one thing that's on all of our minds is money, making more money and making sure we have enough coming in and all that stuff. Therapy will help you make more money. It will help you make – I've seen uh, a direct correlation between – years of going to therapy and a huge increase in my income. I really, really have because of all the things we discussed. So when you go, you're giving yourself the ultimate like business development tool. Now the question might then come, well, can this come out of my marketing budget or, <laughs> or, or why not? I, I mean, why not? here's my response. So we don't get ourselves in legal trouble here. Talk to, <sighs> talk to an accountant about that. Yeah. Um, I, I, uh, I, I think it can't because it's still not quote unquote for the business, but, but I guess, 
I guess anything can be called a consultation, wink, wink. But anyway, talk to an accountant, talk to an accountant. Don't, don't quote us on that. <laughs> do not quote me. I did not just say that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's unethical. But but the idea here is there's so many reasons for you to go. And I just want to um, give you all one thing to think about here as we wrap up this episode. And by the way, thank you, Leanna, for um, this episode. I I mean, I just learned a lot and so much I want to explore with you from what we talked about today. Um, But if you have not gone to therapy or you're thinking about it or just toying with the idea, I encourage you to take that next step. I really do. I encourage you just to see what it's like to book an appointment, get started in the process, and trust that there's something good to come out of it no matter what. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be smooth, and that's okay. And if you are going to therapy, make sure you're making the most of it, thinking about the points that we covered today. So that's something that I encourage you to do. And with that, I'm going to hand it over to you, Liana. Thanks, Mike. So... Thank you for joining us for part one. This was part one of Therapy for Freelancers. This is the first part of a three-part series. So you'll hear the rest in um, October and November. And for the next part, we'll be talking about where and how to find the right emphasis on right, right mental health professional to talk to who that might be, how you approach them, um, what a good conversation with a therapist looks like. And I mean, therapist, counselor, psychiatrist, you know, there, there are a lot of different names and we'll, we'll go over that, the different types of mental health support. Therapy is just kind of a nice uh, umbrella term. Um, don't make me laugh. <laughs> um, good encompassing umbrella term um, for, men- for professional mental health support. And then part three, we'll be talking about how to pay for it and how to get the most out of it. So, you know, we'll cover stuff like what to do when you don't. I don't have traditional health insurance. I can't remember what you do. I I think you have marketplace, some type of marketplace insurance. But anyway, oh, no, you have insurance through uh, Denel. Yeah, yep. Denel, okay. So so different situations, you know. Therapy when your spouse has a full-time job. Therapy when your spouse doesn't have a full-time job and is freelance, like like my situation. If you don't have medical health insurance, if you don't have health insurance at all, what sliding scale and um, other maybe uh, low-cost or free resources look like, and then how to make the most of those opportunities. Long-winded way of saying, welcome to the series. Um, part two, we'll be talking about finding the right therapist for you. So thank you so much for joining us. And I hope you get something out of this episode. Please, please, please do let us know what you thought of it. We'd love your feedback. We'd be happy to incorporate it into future episodes. And um, hopefully we'll see you around online. Take care, everybody. Take care. Hey, thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, or even if you didn't, let us know by leaving a review on your favorite listening app. For more information about us and our work, check out www.selfemployedmomentum.com and join us next time for more self-employment momentum on MXV. MXV.